Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. The Apostle John opened his first epistle describing how he had been blessed to be among those who had actually seen the Savior with their own eyes. The miracles Jesus had performed were not simply secondhand stories to John. They were firsthand shared experiences. He had participated when the Lord took those few loaves and fishes and fed the huge crowd gathered. As he and his co-laborers were cleaning up the twelve baskets of leftovers, he shook his head in bewilderment. John was living in the history that was being made around him, and he didn't want to miss a moment of it. John had frequently positioned himself so that he was one of those closest to the Lord when he taught them. It was not uncommon for him to even lean on Jesus' chest. Well, of course, that sounds awkward to us, and until it's understood that their tradition was often to have a meal stretched out, propping themselves up on one elbow. As he and the other disciples intently listened to Jesus, they tended to get closer and closer. Jesus asked his followers to be fishers of men. Jesus knew that his time would be short with them and that he would have to train them to go out into a hostile environment and share the gospel. The message they would deliver is described by John in 1 John 1.3. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father, and with His Son, Jesus Christ. That which they had seen and heard was to be the message the Spirit would empower, and that would draw hearts to John's Lord. Jesus knew that His disciples came from a typically working class of men. They were not trained theologians, prepared to debate in the synagogues like he had, they would not be able to hold their own against the religious leaders of the day. But there was something they had that turned out to be much more powerful. That was their personal testimony of what they had seen and heard. Notice that John had set his eyes on results. He would not be content with merely opportunities to talk about what he had experienced. He wanted to see the lost come to Christ and join him in fellowship around their love for the Savior. That means that embedded richly in the testimony that John shared was the simple gospel of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. John could recall the incredible miracles, revel in the stirring teaching of the heavenly truths, and then direct the conversation straight to Calvary and the reason behind it, as he had been a witness of the proceedings. There's so much fear that grips our hearts when we consider sharing Christ with the lost. We wonder what we'll say, and imagine being asked hard questions that we can't answer, leaving us looking foolish. What John understood was that the method that God blesses and greatly empowers is the sharing of one's own personal testimony. When we dazzle someone with our vast array of Bible knowledge, we can walk away with a swelled head. We leave feeling like we really accomplished something, and they remain lost in their sin. Let's take a lesson from this old apostle. Let's tell others what we have seen and heard. We who know the Lord Jesus have experienced death to life and the joy of fellowship with Christ. Let's tell it, share it, give it away, and pray that God will use it to win hearts to himself. God bless you today. I love you.